Dunkin's new pancake wake-up wrap is a savory and sweet combo of crisp bacon, melty cheese, and fluffy eggs wrapped in a warm pancake. Hold it in one hand with a holiday blend coffee in the other. Perfect for holiday makers on the go. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Articles of Interest is a podcast about what we wear. It's for people who are passionate about clothes and for people who think they don't care about clothes at all. In our third season, I, Avery Truffleman, will take the plunge into the intricate history of preppy clothes. It's a whole fascinating series of events that turned preppy into, arguably, the great American look. From PRX's Radiotopia, subscribe to Articles of Interest on your favorite podcast app. Ready for the interview, and if you get a cue live on a laptop, watch what I'm gonna do. Welcome to the show, let them know we got a point of view. Hey, yo, let's have a combo. Say what you feel, be real, that's the motto. Real talk, pronto, Dr. D, PhD, hit the intro. Hold up, wait, gotta be social. Network, global, a home for the locals. Gotta be social. Network, global, a home for the locals. Hi, Susie, we're back. We're back. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Um, just another Tuesday for me. <laughs> another Tuesday in Susie's world, yeah. right? How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. I'm excited that we're doing this uh, monthly episode, Yoga Plus. Yeah, we'll talk, same, same. Right? Not just about yoga, but maybe things beyond that. But today, we're going to focus a little bit about like what is kind of the yoga lifestyle like with that. And who better to talk to about it than you, right? For sure. Um, So, I mean, obviously ask me anything, but I feel like the first thing I want to say is there are definitely, I feel like there's a stigma around what a lot of people might assume the yoga lifestyle is. Um, Like a perfect example would be, I think a lot of people assume that if, especially if you're a yoga teacher, that you are like vegan, for instance. Oh, I think that's like a perfect like example to give because I know plenty of yoga teachers that are not vegan, myself included. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, uh, I think this will be a really interesting topic to talk about. Okay. So let's talk, jump into that because, uh, I have noticed that too, that, and I've hired yoga instructors, talked to many yoga instructors in my life, and there is this pervasive theme of veganism. With that, why does that come with yoga or that people think that? There is, so, okay, especially in like the Western culture, when we look at yoga, we really look at the physical aspects. So like doing all these crazy poses, um, being flexible or like going to like a hot yoga class where the temperature is like 95 to 100 degrees, Um, like people really focus on that aspect first, like really. Um, And that's what catches your eye a lot of the time, right? But once you dig deeper, if you like choose to go that route, um, you start to notice it's not just a physical practice. And when I was in my teacher training, this was like four years ago, um, four and a half years ago, there's um, eight limbs of yoga. And one of those is associated with doing no harm. And that would mean in all aspects of life, which would include animals. So, um, you know, some people are vegan for the animals, they don't practice yoga, you know, and that's just a part of their like life philosophy. And that is an aspect of yoga as well. Um, But obviously that goes, again, like I said, in all aspects of life. And so it's like towards other people, towards yourself. Um, And for me, I've never been vegetarian. I've never been vegan. And I don't really agree with that. So that's why it doesn't resonate with me. But um, there's even other aspects of yoga philosophy that I don't resonate with. And I think that's pretty common though, with anything um, similar when it comes to like ethics and morals, like, yes, there's like an underground of things that a lot of people, majority people should agree on, but like things like what you should be eating. I don't even talk about that stuff a lot, like on my social media channels, just because it's a very touchy subject. Um, 
And the people who are vegan in the yoga community, they can be judgmental. Now, not all of them. I don't even have like an example of someone who is, but I just know that it happens. And I've seen things get said online and it's like, you're still a yoga teacher, even if you're not vegan. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, it is a big thing. And don't get me wrong. Like I hate like thinking about slaughtering animals, but I do believe in the circle of life Mm -hmm. and um, yeah. So, but like, I don't judge anyone who is vegan at all. So like, I expect that judgment to not be back on me either. Like I, like that to be a mutual type of uh, channel, you know. There's, is there an expectation to be vegan or vegetarian as a yoga instructor? You feel that? Well, I have been asked so many times, like, "Oh, are you vegan? Are you vegetarian?" Or like, if I post food and there is meat in there, I'll get like replies saying, "Like, oh, are you not vegetarian?" And not like in a judging way, but kind of like maybe a little shocked, I guess. So mm-hmm. there's probably some people that judge, you know, I don't know, but like yeah. I'm making an assumption because there's always, you know, that group of people. But I do think, especially like, um, especially like in India where yoga, you know, has originated from, uh, I could see them being that way. Now I've never been there and I've only learned so much like, in my 200 hour teacher training, like there's still so much more I have to learn, but I've just noticed a lot of people, um, from there will be the ones asking me, but they're not judging me either. They're just kind of curious, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't say it's like an expectation, but I think since it is really common in certain cultures and places and even here and like being vegan is like, you know, becoming more and more of a thing over the last, like at least five years, you know? So it's like, um, but, and I'm not like, again, I'm not like against it, but yeah, it's, it's interesting because like, I don't ever, I've never felt like, um, like I had to be, but yeah. sometimes it's felt like people are like shocked, I guess. I think it's more so too, cause I'm a teacher. I think if you just practice yoga, like people aren't like maybe making that assumption as right. much. Um, but you know, like I said, there's plenty of people that don't even practice yoga that are vegan. So like, <laughs> uh, but it is interesting that it's associated together. Um, yeah. cause there are a lot of teachers that are vegan or vegetarian and, um, I'm like more power to you, really. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because as soon as you said that about the assumption that teachers are vegan or vegetarian, I was like, man, I hadn't thought about that, but I've heard that too so yeah. much. See, <laughs> but it wasn't on my mind. Like, but then you brought it up. I was like, that that makes a lot of sense. Like with that, but let's jump to another aspect of kind of yoga lifestyle and yoga clothing. All right, so yeah. the explosion of yoga clothing in the last 10 years, this kind of um, uh, kind of athleisure wear. Yes. Huge. Talk about that a little bit, how that is, is a big part of yoga. Um, well, I think athleisure wear is like the comfiest and best clothing to own. <laughs> it's so right, versatile. Right. Um, but it's just, it, I, I just laugh sometimes because like I wore leggings before like they were fully associated like towards working out and yoga and whatever you know it was like when they first came out and um and they were more like the flare bell bottom type and then eventually they did like the tight um straight leg leggings and now you see the flares coming back like going back to like 10 years 10 15 years ago and bringing that style back um but it is interesting because last, I would say like the last, especially, especially the last few years, but like the last five years, they have really came out with a lot of things that are like, yes, you can wear this to a yoga class, but you can also like wear this around town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's comfortable. Um, there are so many brands out there and I personally am like really picky about like not, I wouldn't say like picky about 
specific brands that I'm buying from, I guess. Like if I really like one, then I'm going to buy their lot. It just, I'm picky about the material. Like, and I really, you know, want it to be comfortable and last a while and also be versatile because usually stuff like that is kind of pricey. So if you compare it to more than just, you know, a yoga class, then that's great. But um, and there's a lot of stuff for guys too. Like yep. there's, like, it's not even just women. So like, I've got a lot of guy friends that love to wear those, um, almost like dry fit material Yeah. outside, but they're like joggers and they're thin and they like to wear those a lot, even in the summer because they're so lightweight and, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Almost like it is transcended yoga beyond it. You know, because there's there's actually some pretty interesting, this will blow your mind, maybe not, but there's some interesting research that's been done that indicates that more people actually uh, wear yoga pants than they actually work out. Like, so more <laughs> than ever, people are just wearing it to like travel, oh, you yeah. know, go to the store, pick their kids up, but they're actually not working out. Yeah, I'm one of those people for sure. I, <laughs> um, I mean, like, sometimes I'm like, I have all this nice, like all these nice outfits that I want to wear, but then I don't, it's like, well, what, I'm not doing anything that I need to be wearing jeans right now. You know right. I mean? Or yeah. like, um, and like I said, some of these pieces of clothing, like you can dress them up and down with like a cute top or shoes, jewelry, whatever, and still be comfortable. And it's like, if I can be cute and comfy, well, <laughs> doing what I need to do. Like, that's great, but it is crazy because it wasn't always like this. So it's really like has taken over. And I remember when I first started doing yoga and stuff, which was like, like six and a half years ago, roughly they like, I didn't know a lot about like brands to be shopping from. And i I almost feel like you get sucked into wanting to look like the other um, popular yogis that you Mm. see online and you see that they're wearing brands that are really popular. And then you start to buy into that because you feel more part of that community and like, you know, and it just, it just kind of spirals from there. Um, Like in a good way, like I'm, I love clothes. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, it is crazy though. Like, I mean, got to go to the airport, grocery store, anywhere. You can wear leggings. <laughs> I mean, I was just recently in Las Vegas over the weekend and traveling on the plane. I would say the majority of women on the plane were wearing yoga pants. Yeah. I mean, like the major- overwhelming majority. Yeah. And that yes. was never a thing in the past. No. It's just like, especially when you're traveling, like, and you're sitting on a plane, like, they're just really comfortable. Like, I... <laughs> I don't think I've ever worn jeans on a plane. Like really? Yeah, I don't think I unless I've like have to. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's not. I've never had to do that. You know, (laughs) Um, I'm always like in leggings and tennis shoes and nice little jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Yoga has contributed to a more relaxed society dress wise. It seems. Yes, I agree. I agree, and really just like fitness in general because like the stuff you can wear for yoga, you can totally wear working out. So and it kind of yeah. is just starting to mesh together more, um, which I love. Like a lot of the brands I buy from are more focused towards fitness, but I like them for yoga. Cause they're like, they stay where they're supposed to be at. Like yeah. I care about the material and there's a lot of material that'll just like be really silky and smooth, which is great, but then it slides and it's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> But yeah, um, I actually thought about having like my own clothing line one day, but that is just a whole other, like, it seems like a lot of work for sure. It's I mean. a lot. And I'm like, I've got other stuff I want to do and yeah. I already have brands that I love. So, um, but it is cool to see some of these brands and how they like, like being there from the beginning and watching them grow. Um, they're following quickly because it is a big um, industry that people yeah. like to buy in. Let's so. transition into, you'd mentioned fitness yeah, and a yoga lifestyle that, how do you look at yoga and fitness? Because here's one thing I think is very interesting is sometimes you see yogis who just do yoga, but they don't do other 
forms of movement for that. How do you feel about that in relation to that? Um, so that's how I used to be when I first started off doing yoga. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing only yoga with no added like fitness because yoga in itself is like a fitness activity, but there's a difference between like lifting weights and yoga, Mm -hmm. right? There's a difference between running three miles and going to a yoga class. Um, I used, like I said, I used to only do yoga because like, I never really liked the gym. I couldn't stick with it. It was just like boring to me and very repetitive. And yoga was like, oh, this is really fun, like more flowy. And like, I just was hooked, but it's really easy to focus on flexibility um, with yoga and like, not focus on strengthening those muscles at the same time or first. And that's kind of the route that I was going down. And that caused me, like I was building a lot of muscle, but you know, I was like, Oh, I want to be able to do splits and do this and do that. And that's like my ego getting in the way. And, um, I pulled my left hamstring one day and it was awful. Like it took forever for that to heal. I had never pulled a muscle like that before. I mean, I literally heard my muscles pop like three times and, um, it like seemed to get better after six months, but ever since like then, um, like, like I said, it started to get better after six months, but then it took like another year after that before it like felt better. Like I just kept feeling like something's wrong with it. Something's wrong with it still. But ever since then I, um, have been like, okay, I need to strengthen my muscles too, because I have gained a lot of flexibility now and you have to have both. Otherwise what, what happened to me will happen. Um, and I also wasn't warmed up whenever I was trying to like, I was like attempting to do like a wide straddle. And it was like, if you're going to stretch your muscles, especially your hamstrings, then you should be warmed up first. Um, and I wasn't. And so I really learned from that situation. Um, and that's why I've started to go to the gym. Like I've really started to go more consistently within the last six months. And this happened back in 2020, like when I pulled my hamstring. So it's been about like maybe a little under a year of it being like fully good um, with no pain and like feeling back to normal. But like, it's hard to go to the gym and then be sore. It's like, you need to stretch, but then it's like, oh my God, I'm so sore though. And then it's like, (laughs) like that circle where it's like I'm sore though because I haven't stretched and then you can also get sore from stretching so it's just like annoying kind of but it's just part of the process and so I think people should complement their yoga with working out and I also think people should complement their working out with yoga (laughs) yeah and it doesn't even have to be like anything crazy like I always tell people like stretch for at least 10 minutes, like not just like two minutes, you know what I mean? Like holding a pose for 15 seconds is better than none, but try and like hold it longer, like push yourself a little bit, especially when you just worked out and your muscles are warmed up. Um, it's also good to stretch before working out, but, um, but like yoga is associated with stretching a lot of the time. So that's why I'm like, yeah, you should complement it with your, workout, fitness routine, whatever, but also like yoga is really good for mobility and stuff. It's just all around good, (laughs) which is why I'm like, whatever you do, like add yoga into your routine. Now, if yoga is like the only thing you do, you can get really strong and like have really strong muscles just from your body weight and from all the flows and stuff. I just think it can get really easy to be repetitive in doing right. the same exact movements. And in yoga, you're not targeting all your muscles. Like there's not a single thing where you're like a pull motion, like a pull up, you know, sure. everything is pushing the ground away. So like when I 
like took a pole dancing class and I have like myself lifting myself up. I was like, Oh my God. Like <laughs> You're not used to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, or like when I do pull ups at the gym, I am so sore the next day because I'm not used to using those muscles. And, um, even like other parts too, like certain side and back muscles. So like, that's also like why I think it's good to have them complement each other. Do you think that's something many yoga professionals are doing, complementing it with strength training, other work, or do you find that you see it's primarily kind of a single yeah. a mind track? I think, I mean, I've seen, I don't know, like, like I'm thinking about it and there's a few uh, profiles that I know of and follow that have both, but like some of them were like focused on yoga and now transition to focusing on working out, but then we'll still post yoga stuff. Oh, I see. Um, or like, um, I've seen some women that mainly do yoga, but then like, if they're asked, do you go to the gym? They'll be like, I've got some dumbbells at home. Like, yeah. you know, they've got a small set of like workout equipment at home that they use. Um, and I think that honestly can be just as good as going to the gym. It's not like you have to have everything there right. to get the results that like will benefit you. Of course, it's easier to go to the gym now because there's so many machines and options. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I feel like the majority though that are teaching yoga, they it's mainly just that. And I also think too, it can be hard to try and cater to both when it comes to like wanting to have a niche for your brand you know um but there's a couple women though that I've seen that are like they've kind of intertwined it and that's what I want to start doing um is like showing the few workouts that I do like to do before I go into yoga flow uh Mm. because I used to just I mean, I sometimes do this still where I just go and start practicing, but it's really nice to like get my body warmed up, get those, that blood flowing, those muscles pumping, you know, a little bit, and then go do yoga flow for like an hour. Um, that's what I really like to do. So, and I want to teach people the way that I practice. So, right. Right. Let's our last topic here on, um, kind of yoga lifestyle with yoga plus it's about the spiritual aspect of the yoga lifestyle which what's your take on that or is that something you incorporate into yours or what do you how do you see that in relation to practicing yoga so it's interesting um I'm a very spiritual person I would not consider myself like super religious but um a lot of people think yoga is like a religion and it's not, (laughs) um, not everyone thinks that, but I've just been like, I've had conversations with people that think that, but, um, yeah, like one of the like things that I've, um, that sticks with me with yoga, like one of the phrases that always like is replaying in my head with stuff like this, like this type of topic is like, yoga is coming back to yourself and really like giving, um, giving back to yourself, coming back, giving back, because we are always so not in tune with what we're doing. Like we're not really in the present moment and we've got so much external stuff going on and to really like tune into yourself and give yourself a moment to just like breathe um, can be a very spiritual thing in itself. And that's where meditation comes into the practice. And I still, like I mentioned earlier, I'm learning so much. And it's like, I almost feel like sometimes I have like imposter syndrome where it's like, am I good enough to be teaching yoga still? Because you see other teachers that I've been teaching for 20 years, you know, and it's like, that's like amazing, but like, it's hard not to compare and be like, am I even like, should I even be sharing this knowledge when I'm mm. not on that level, which I think is very, a very common thing. Um, especially with newer teachers, like I would still consider myself a new teacher when it comes to like the spiritual aspect for me, it's still very much personal. I feel like I'm still really navigating that with, within myself and, 
I will sprinkle it in into my teaching. Um, but I've honestly kind of like, I've pulled, and I shouldn't even say pulled back. I've kind of just held off on it because I've got a lot of people that come that are beginners with yoga. And sometimes people can feel weird when you try to push that spiritual boundary. Um, you kind of got to ease into it. You know what I mean? Uh, not everyone's like that. Like some people are like all for it, whatever, but you know, like going back to earlier at the stigmas around like the lifestyle of a yogi, um, some people think that, you know, it's just a bunch of hippies and a bunch of yeah. people. And it's like, no, you get all walks of people. And looking for holiday gifts for less? Come to Ross and say yeah to making your dollar stretch on name brand toys, clothes, and gifts. Get the gift of savings this holiday from Ross. Yes for less. Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. Ricola. It's in our nature. Articles of Interest is a podcast about what we wear. It's for people who are passionate about clothes and for people who think they don't care about clothes at all. In our third season, I, Avery Truffleman, will take the plunge into the intricate history of preppy clothes. It's a whole fascinating series of events that turned preppy into, arguably, the great American look. From PRX's Radiotopia, subscribe to Articles of Interest on your favorite podcast app. Like it, you could say something that might rub someone wrong, you know, and at the same time, that's something they need to work on themselves as well. Cause what you said maybe wasn't even insulting, but like when it comes to like religion, being spiritual and all of that, I personally am just kind of like, I say certain things, but since I'm still like doing a lot of work within myself with that, I get a little hesitant, um, but at the same time, a lot of transformative classes dig into that aspect. That's true. And I attended them, and that's like, and I know this, so like that's where the whole theming a yoga class comes in, and you can still dig spiritually without um, taking it too far. I guess is how I'll word it. <laughs> um, yeah. but, it is a big thing though. And I think that's one of the major reasons why people come back to a yoga class, whether they want to say it's a spiritual thing or not. Um, there's just, you know, some teachers will resonate with you more than others, but there have just been some classes where it's just like the teacher says something and it just clicks, you know what I mean? And um, like unlocks something within you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy too. Cause it's like another teacher teacher could have said that too, but it's the way this other one had said it or the tone that they said it or whatever. Maybe that just that day it resonated with you more. Um, and so that is something that I think about a lot because I would love to be like one of those teachers who's just amazing at theming at classes yeah. and really like, having more transformative type of um, experience. I think people are craving the spiritual aspect of it. I think they may be hesitant, especially because there have been some uh, bad players in the space, <laughs> specifically documentaries about yoga gurus who have yeah. implemented somewhat of a, a very strange religious aspect to it. And then it becomes very cult-like. Yes. And that's one thing about yoga. I think it, 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 in the wrong hands, it, it, it fringes on being cult like with the wrong people with yeah. it because then, because it's a community, but then if this guru rises to prominence within it, it becomes this weird thing that all of a sudden these other stereotypes start coming into it with it, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's really crazy. Like learning about like, like the origin of yoga and like back, you know, like the early gurus and like some of the practices that they did. Um, I mean, it was like women weren't allowed to practice for a really long time. And like a lot, it's so crazy how like, that's crazy. It's like, you mainly see women doing it. I know. (laughs) Um, which is just, you know, and now like, I mean, I've even talked to a lot of guys who are like, I would never go to a yoga class and are just like, no, that's girly. <laughs> Come on. And then I've convinced like some guy friends and I'm like, you got to go like bring your girlfriend like come on like actually come together like you know motivate each other and I've gotten girls easy to get but you know to get my guy friend it's like okay I gotta convince who like a girl to like go um, or another one of their friends and be like come on and then they get shocked at how hard it is (laughs) yeah of course um Especially if it's not just like a stretching class, because I think a lot of people think again, it is just like, oh, I'm just stretching a lot. And there is though, like that type of class, but there's, you know, a whole bunch of different, but yeah, but it is weird thinking about like the documentaries that have come out. I've only seen, I think part of one and I think it was on Netflix. I can't remember what stream. Oh yeah. I was just like, I don't even want to watch the rest of it because (laughs) I already learned about some of it when I took my teacher training and oh I see and then I read more about it at like during that because I was like wait a minute (laughs) um but yeah especially because yoga has like this like very like like feel good vibe you know it's like do no harm and peace (laughs) be peaceful yeah yeah um which can easily turn into like a cult-like thing. I mean, like I said earlier, a lot of people look at it like it's kind of like a religion um, and I can see why, but I mean, technically it's not, Um, you know, there's like a lot of principles that align with being like, like a part of Buddhism and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's weird, especially even just the word guru. I mean, that is like, putting someone on a pedestal and it's just a slippery slope sometimes so it is which actually is I I really just thought when you said this it makes me think so obviously like you have a large following on YouTube especially and you are on the way up Susie big time you're ascending and there's people who are going to associate you as a guru as you keep climbing and yeah. it's going to be interesting how you navigate that. I know. <laughs> you know I'm what I mean? Like, like, I'm already like, listen, guys, I just practice yoga and <laughs> do a teacher training. So I know how to sequence classes and like teach this to you. Um, but it is hard for me because like yoga is such a personal thing for me yeah. too, that like, yes, I'm sharing what I'm doing. And yes, I want to share with others what it can do for you. But again, when it comes to like, really digging deep and like tapping into that spiritual aspect, it's almost I think that could be a part of why I'm hesitant. Because once I feel like once I do that, I don't, it's just kind of scary. You know what I mean? I don't want people to be like, thinking I'm some god over here (laughs) but they will like because the online environment's like that you know and when it comes to being like in a teacher role people like like that authority type role can easily especially like like okay i'm teaching a class especially this happens in person a lot um i'm teaching a class and then someone like will maybe ask me something after class like referring to like their anatomy or something like maybe pain they have and there's only so much that I know you know I only learned so much anatomy that goes within the yoga realm like and I there's a lot to remember with it too and I'm like I'm not a doctor you know like I give you so much advice but people really look at yoga teachers like you know everything (laughs) and I'm it's like I've had to really be like, okay, with being like, I honestly don't know. And let's figure it out together. Yeah. You're Um, like the reluctant influencer. You know that you're like, you're like, 
You're like, want to, but not. You're the reluctant influencer. It's kind of, it's a very strange line to ride. I don't like it. I got to figure it out because (laughs) I got to figure it out. I got to go all in or what am I doing now? I can't kind of teeter totter here, even though I'm, I mean, I'm teeter tottering. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) you know, I really, I'm like, should I say what I'm about to say? (laughs) I'm, I just like, I think it'd be really cool to just continue doing what I'm doing until I literally don't want to anymore. And now I hope that doesn't happen, but like make a bunch of money doing what I love. And when I'm ready to fall off the face of the planet and not be on social media anymore, I will cut the cord. I really don't have one day, but I don't know when it could be when I'm 60. I mean, who knows? Sure. <laughs> like, sure. But like, I really... I just, I can't see myself like raising a family and posting my kids all the time. And I, and I want to have a family and I don't have to post my kids or anything, but if I'm a huge influencer, like people are going to be like, she's pregnant, where are her kids at? That's exactly right. And it's like, I don't want to deal with that. I really don't. It's, I'd rather just, I would like to somehow, you know, be rich, but not famous. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) Um, interesting. I don't even have to be like super rich at all. Like I just want to be comfortable and like happy, you know, yeah. that's why I feel like I'm in this weird middle space because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, I'm still okay here. <laughs> I still yeah. Well, but I mean, it is possible to be private still and have like a large following and stuff. It's just, it's just more difficult, obviously. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. I think it'd be really nice to like not have to rely on social media one day for income or like having a present so much. Um, especially if I'm raising a family, it's like, I'm not like, like that would be my focus more. So, um, just kind of what I think about sometimes, you know, but, but I do think like I'll always teach yoga. And so I kind of see myself, continuing this for a really long time yeah uh, and you might only get 90 percent yoga forever <laughs> that might be right. what happens the other 10 percent, you know like maybe higher than that I don't know but it's like I am just such a private person still like I mentioned mm. another video but um <laughs> but social media is weird it's I'm in a, I live in a time where social media is you know yeah yeah thing. it's kind of like I know I'm not the only business owner who has these thoughts where it's like, oh, I have to post online to promote things <laughs> um, if I want my business to grow. Um, not all businesses have to do that, but like yep. a lot of them do now, you know, especially yeah. just for it's free advertising. So right. it's like, why would you not? But like, I've definitely talked to a lot of people who are like, yeah, this is like, I don't want to have to do that. But there's even like trending audios on TikTok and Instagram that like get really popular. And it's basically saying, hi, I'm a business owner and I have to create reels for you now for you to see my content. But <laughs> here it is. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, them doing whatever. Um, yeah. So like it's it's common. I think people love and hate it. It's really a love hate relationship. I yes. think it's common than what people realize. But there are definitely a lot of people out here that seem like they love to just. I know. <laughs> I know. Time, you know, um, it's a weird time. <laughs> I love that you're struggling with this. Seriously, oh, I love that because love it. I, it's real. <laughs> it's because it's real because someone may the random person that comes across your YouTube page or any influencer in their mind, they may be thinking, oh, but they love making these videos. Oh, look at how many subscribers they got. Yeah. But they don't know you. Right. And that's one of the other purposes of doing this is that the people that know you and that will know you get to know what's happening that's true. beyond the subscribership and the that's video true. is like, Hey, I'm struggling with that. It's like, I have the opposite thing with you. It's like, I have this long-term career that I have these two businesses. Great. I don't need to do social media, but I do it. And so it's a different way. I don't do it and go, oh, I'm going to monetize this. I mean, I like to do that, but it's not like a thing for me. But I want to understand someone like you where it is more of a thing for you and meeting and how do we understand each other? I think that's what's important about this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is like, 
goes back to mindset. Like some people are way more open-minded and some come into it with like, she's just a YouTuber or they, Mm. you know, whatever. Um, And so even if you were to like, like, even if you were to say something like, I struggle with this, they'd be like, whatever you post and want followers, you're asking for it. And it's like, (laughs) you can't win with that. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, like I, I don't know. I get comments sometimes that are like, like, what did someone say recently? He was like, next time tag your sponsor. It's funny when you pretend like your page is about yoga. And I'm sitting here like, I don't even know what to say to that because <laughs> like one, having a sponsor is not a bad thing. No, what's <laughs> and, wrong with that? Yeah. And he was like, what's their hourly rate? But I, it was like on some photo where I was like at the beach. And so I'm just like, I just, I don't know what he was trying to get across, but it just goes to show like people obviously make assumptions when they just yeah. look at the stage. Um, For sure. Like he probably thinks that I'm just some influencer that like gets to go on trips and do things for free or whatever. Um, I don't even know. I have no idea, but like, I'm like thinking I pay for these trips. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> literally like the, it's with my own money. So like right. I'm sponsored by anyone. Um yeah. Which is kind of shocking. Just it's surprising on- to me that you're not sponsored. No, I think it, it, I think I'm not the greatest when it comes to that. Like, I've had companies reach out, but it, like, when I think back on it, I'm like, most of them have not been companies that like have anything to do with yoga. Like, I want to get sponsored by like, like a yoga brand. Like, you know, right. like I don't want to be sponsored by some random stuff. Um, yeah that that's just dumb and then i have to start like posting whatever their product is correct <laughs> my life at all with yoga like, this is some random content susie so random content. Um, and i yeah i don't know and i so i also think the brands that i would want to like be sponsored by the people that are sponsored by them are like they've got like millions of followers you know what yeah. i mean they've got like not all of them are that big but like yeah. um I do think it's possible since my YouTube is pretty popping. Right. But, um, I feel like for some reason, those brands don't utilize YouTube as much as what they do. Like, I know Instagram. it's strange. Yeah. Uh, because they're not going to post like long videos of outfits, but try on hauls are a huge thing. And <laughs> like, like I like to watch those videos because I'm like, Ooh, let me see how this like looks on a real person um who has the same body type as me and then like what size did they get and then they've got the yeah. link for it I'm like this is awesome you know and then guys watch because it's a girl trying on clothes so um it's like, I love how honest you are about this our last thing we wait, were wait. talking about it, right it's like actually <laughs> um, we should do a whole episode on the try on haul because actually I was watching a couple the other day I'm not gonna lie man and I was like yeah. why did I was like okay this is a big thing apparently you know yeah. like and some of them are obviously like you can tell the ones that are like catering more for the guy views, right? The ones that are more like, like in the middle, and then the ones that are like, uh, I'll say more like fashionistas, like really into like I talk about clothing, yeah, <laughs> right. um, which will obviously have more women on there. Um, I haven't done a try on haul, and I think it's because. Like I want to, and I actually have like three brands of like of leggings and bathing suits that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I just haven't had to talk to the camera like that in a while. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, I gotta get used to that. And once I start going, it's fine. But um, but it is a big thing. And like, I don't know. I think that's when brands should utilize YouTubers be like, Hey, like yes. we'll do like five pairs of leggings, talk about them on your channel. And I would totally do that. So that's why I feel like if I were to start doing it, they would maybe see the traction somehow. And yeah. um, I think also, cause I've asked about this to other influencers that don't even like have as many followers as I do. And they said that, reaching out to the brand themselves and like showing what you have to offer and bring to the table is like a big thing too. And I've kind of like, well, if they want me, they'll come and say something, but that is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) 
they they are a huge brand like come right. on how are they going to see your stuff you know what yeah, i mean that's right that's like a way that um i know some women have gotten like little brand deals with like clothing brands not even anything to do with really like working right. out yoga but um and i'd still be cool with that because like i said i like clothes so <laughs> but it would be really nice to have like the sponsorship or some type of partnership with a clothing brand that is like athleisure wear yeah <laughs> yeah awesome. but it's probably coming you know, <laughs> you know here's the thing a lot of brands like I shouldn't even say a lot, but but, uh, like some of the brands that aren't as like big as the big name brand ones who still have good clothing, they'll give you like an affiliate link, but it's like, I, anyone can get an affiliate link. Like, and I'm sorry, but this is what they do. They're like, here's your 15% um, discount affiliate link. And then they have sales all the time where it's over the 15%. So no one's going to be using your discount. It's like, if it's 30%, why would they use my 15% off? You know what I mean? Or whatever. And honestly, most websites that even have promo codes like that, you can find them online while you're shopping and at least get 15% off. That's like low ball. Um, And you don't even make a lot of money from them. So I did that for a little bit in the beginning of like posting online and stuff a lot with yoga. But then I was like, I don't even use anyone's affiliate link. Really? The only time I do is like the big, like the women that I follow that have millions of followers and they've got like Gymshark as their Right. Yeah. That is the only time I've used links. (laughs) Like, and it's more straight to the point too. It's not like, 15% 15% off to use this. It's like you click it and it already has the discounts applied a lot of the time. Um, and it, and it just helps out that creator too, which I think a lot of people yeah. do, but yeah. Um, sponsorships are, I want to say not the easiest to get, yeah. like honestly, but I also need to post more. Like I'm not super <laughs> with stuff so it's like I need to really get back on posting every week like I was yeah Um, like I was posting once to twice once or twice a week last year and I kind of just fell off a little bit (laughs) but your page Uh, has so much juice that it like it just keeps growing even without it's there it's there yeah so it's just adding like well like what we're doing there's just more depth of like more of you yeah. And different stuff. It should be like a, you know, it should be like a yoga influencer round table or something. You know, it's <laughs> like, like, I think it'd be cool. Like I was talking about like Addison, I think Brianna last time we were ch- talking and she's coming on my podcast, like the same day you are. And like all of all, everybody should be getting together and like talking about this stuff. Like, yeah. kind of cool. because like, I really feel like there's all these different pockets of the yoga influencer community. Like, like, like it comes to being stereotypical, but like, you know, you've got like the hardcore yogis who really live that lifestyle and like, you know, um, and it's like, that is their life type stuff. Uh, Then you've got like, I want to say the toned down yogis. <laughs> toned down yogis. And, you know, it's like, yeah, they do yoga, but they don't, maybe they're not super into like talking about the spiritual aspect of it all the time. Like they're more like move your body, which is kind of where I feel like I fall on. Yeah. I'm in between that and like the sensual aspect of it. Sensual, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do like to embrace that side and like embrace that feminine aspect, um, especially just being a woman. Like it, it's yeah. so fun to like, like dive into that. It makes you feel good. Um, but, you know, there's obviously those p- people who are like fully into that realm of it. Um, sure. And like, there's just so many aspects, like there, and then there's different types of yoga, you know, like I teach vinyasa, but then there's like Hatha and, um, Ashtanga, Bikram, like there's just so many types so that they go in, you know, to other, um, stuff. So like, it would be interesting to hear 
different people's mindsets on things. Exactly. You're totally right because it is a spectrum. You got everyone from like the hardcore, almost monk based living yoga to someone who is uh, does yoga, but then they have an OnlyFans page, you know, and like there's a huge spectrum. It's like, how are all these people um, existing in this in this large spectrum? And how are they whatever monetizing or how are they doing their brand in different ways? Whenever you get people together, great things happen with talking about stuff and and you you help each other in different ways, you know, it would be a really probably eye opening conversation too for everyone. Because, you know, there's a lot of um, stigma within the yoga community when it comes to like, like sharing the sensual aspect. Yes. Um, and, you know, I kind of go back and forth on it. And like, because I'm also like, you are entitled to feel how you want to feel, you know. Um, but it's interesting, though. Because some people like really take offense. Um, yeah. even if you're just doing yoga, for instance, like in a bikini, like how I do. And, <laughs> and it's like, take more offense towards like, you know, the videos that we've talked about, the provocative yeah. just for a minute and a half. And it's like zooming in, like zooming in, right? You know, yeah. Like, like, I could see why you would take more offense with that. Um, but I mean, I get the same types of comments, even if I'm in leggings. So like, it's really like at the end of the day, I've even like, I've even had people say that leggings are like bad. So mm. can't win here. So yeah. Um, yeah. But I do think like there are people within the yoga community that maybe don't even embrace the sensual side uh, as far as being public with it. And they're still open-minded to the point of where it's like, I don't do that, but I don't judge and neither should you. AT&T Fiber presents a straightforward moment inspired by straightforward pricing. And now we just cube the pancetta as such. So what's on the menu tonight? This carbonara I found online is fire. You're going to love it, Mom. I hope you hold on to this AT&T Fiber, son. It's nice. Yeah, you should settle down now that you're a good gillionaire. Oh, I am. I finally found the one internet I've been looking for my whole life. So, no more one-year stands? No, I'm done with all that. With AT&T Fiber, there's no price increase at 12 months. What about equipment fees? Nerp. Those were never any good for you. Exactly. But now, everything's completely straightforward. Well, in the spirit of being straightforward, I never liked any of your old ones. Me neither. Y'all never told me that. But we're being straightforward now, which feels good, yeah? Yeah. Now let's get straightforward about that girl he's been seeing. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with, uh, I don't think it works this way. Oh, oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com.